happy Monday. Welcome back to the Jules Podcast. Yes, hope your Monday has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, but Danielle. Yeah. Do you hear that? Hear what? You don't hear it? No. Listen, really close, you guys. Wait, what is that? It's love. There's love (laughs) in the air. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day, Crystal. It's just around the corner, you guys. That's right. (laughs) So I guess happy early Valentine's Day to all of those that are celebrating. Yes. And not you one day will. That's right. And if not, does it really matter? Girl, girl or guy, go get you your favorite meal mm-hmm. and either binge watch something you want or you play a video game and eat what you want and live your best night. There you go. Exactly. Right? <laughs> you do you, booze. Yes. But yeah, so do you have any plans for tomorrow? No. Yes. Not that I can talk about on the podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, like we're it. not really. We're not really Valentine's Day people. Like, like I got Stephen like a Reese cup, like a heart shaped yeah. Reese cup, and that's pretty much it. Like, we're just not. We're just not really. I don't know. We're that's not really okay. Valentine's Day people. Yeah. yeah, you're not the only one. Yeah, um, we just use Valentine's Day or like birthdays or whatever as a chance to go eat places we've never been to before. Oh, yeah, yeah, do you do that's now, really do you all like I do. on Valentine's Day because usually places are packed, or do you spend someday uh, in that week or around that time? Usually we do someday in that week. I'm going to be honest with you though; I already know how my work is going to be that week, and it's going to be a little chaotic. Yeah. So I told Micah, I was like, "Look, when I get done Tuesday." I want to go eat somewhere. I don't care where. It doesn't even have to be somewhere we normally don't go. But we will most likely be going out to eat that night. Oh, yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. And we'll have a new little guest on our dinner time. And her name is Violet. So she'll get to go eat with us. (laughs) It'll be so fun. (laughs) Yes. She'll be good. But yeah, most times, though, we just eat sometime around the time. But yeah, usually we just use it as an excuse to go somewhere we either haven't been in a really long time or a new place that either one of us found or something like that. Right. At our first Valentine's Day together, we were married. We went away that weekend, not because it was Valentine's uh-huh. weekend, but I had like a, um, I was working 12s on the floor and had like four days in a row off for that weekend. So we went away. Heck yeah to the mountains for like two nights instead of this oh my goodness it was a horrible airbnb oh no we couldn't shower there it was <gasps> terrible it was like the pictures were taken like 40 years ago oh it was my goodness awful. You've gotta be we, kidding me. we had to leave a terrible review like it was really i've never left a bad oh, review no. anywhere we stayed except for there <laughs> but no she is not a bad year, reviewer guys yeah yeah last year i got him um just like a little goodie and that was i think that was pretty much it like we just yeah um yeah we're not really big into valentine's day i guess yeah yeah we don't normally do gifts unless it is just like candy yeah that's all we've ever done yeah Yeah. apparently i have a gift this year mike has told me so like i feel like i need to step up because i didn't know we were doing gifts (laughs) i know that's (laughs) usually what the guy says but like i was like he said it the other day and i was like you're getting me something for Valentine's Day? And he was like, yeah, I already know what it is. And I'm like, 
well, how much is it? Because like I'm sitting here thinking, what the what standard am I having to meet? <laughs> like, right. this, for this is this like a five dollar goodie? Is this a twenty dollar yeah. something? Yeah. Because like, I mean, sometimes he gives me flowers, and then if he if he does that, we you know, I, but I still just give him something that's like smaller, medium, like yeah. I don't, you know. Well, I, I like, Stephen, we were laying in bed the night, and I said, "Are we like doing Valentine's Day this year?" He was like, "I mean, like, do you want to do Valentine's Day this year?" I was like. Mm, not really I was like I mean I can get you a card if you want one he was like not really do you want me to get you a card I was like no I'm okay he was like yeah sounds good to me (laughs) we're so weird (laughs) I was about to say do you boo (laughs) yeah (laughs) just you do boo you or you do never mind you do (laughs) y'all Well, speaking of Valentine's Day, we were trying to figure out what to talk about this week because we were like, okay, we've talked a lot about dating. We've talked about relationships and this, and that, and the mm-hmm. other, and really want to get to the main, the main meat of it all, which is yeah. God's love. And so that's yeah. what we're talking about this week. So we both found some verses that we think about when we think of God's love and just have, you know, just kind of a small something we're going to share um about that to you this week yeah i know when we started talking about it my first thing that came to my mind was i don't know like i can't remember when we brainstormed this idea but like the first thing that came to my mind was just the literal fact of like how much god is a provider for me is literally how he loves me like i don't know what your first initial that was just my first initial thought i was like oh my gosh like he is my great for provider. Like every financial need we've ever needed, he has surpassed. Yeah, financial, physical, everything. Yes, and so that was the first thing that came to me. I was like, he loves me so much that he is such my great provider, and he has been there every step of the way through those instances and so many more instances. But that was just the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah, I think it's one of those things. Like I look back now. Um, I actually have a sign um, in our dining room that um, mm-hmm. this sweet lady, Pam, her and her husband, Pam and Davey, made it for me when we got married. And it says, um, I remember the days I prayed for what I have now. And I can think back to all the days that I prayed for the life that I'm living now um, mm-hmm. and how God just wrapped me up in his love and he surpassed and took care of me and you know, there are things I prayed for that didn't get answered, but now I see why they didn't. And yeah. that's because, I mean, he's so loving and he's so protective, like you said, and just, I don't know, he wraps us in his arms and he loves us just like a father would love their child. And it's just, it blows yeah. your mind when you sit back and think about it sometimes. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I think the second thought that came to mind was, a, was, and you've you've eloquently put it before about how it, we are to have faith like a child, but it's also mm-hmm. like children love hard. Like yes. kids love so hard. And it's because, you know, they their minds are not skewed. Their innocence mm-hmm. is still there. They see the good. And so, like, I'm pretty sure Violet or all our niece and nephews, any child that we know or whatever, they love everyone by, but around them. Like they've done no wrong because like exactly. they just see you as you. So it's mm-hmm. like 
how much more a does God love us? But then it makes me think, how much more do I need to honor God in my actions to show my love to him? Yeah. Well, I mean, me and you joke all the time. Um, and I say it to Stephen too. And I'm like, you know, I love you unconditionally, like unconditional Mm -hmm. love. And that is true. I do love you and I love Stephen unconditionally. But the love I have for my family and the earthly love that I can like imagine and feel Mm -hmm. is like not even a drop in the bucket of what his unconditional love is to us. And it's so hard to fathom that it doesn't matter. Like there's nothing that can separate me from God. Mm-hmm. because he lives inside of me and that is so hard it's so hard to like wrap your head around but it's also it's so humbling mm-hmm. and it just I don't know it makes you it like literally it's like I have a picture in my head of like how tiny and how small I am in the grand scheme of things and that I just spit in the palm of his hand yeah. You know, it's just, it blows my mind. No, agreed. I don't remember if it was a worship service, but it was not long ago at all. And I think it was a worship service or, oh, I know what it was. It was when we were doing our 14 days of prayer where we could go to the church at night and pray. And I remember there was mm-hmm. just one night where I was just overwhelmed with attempting to fathom how much he loves me. And I could not come up with anything that was adequate of a compare of a comparison. Not that I thought I could, and it wasn't even comparison. It was just where I would try to sit back and try to fathom everything he has ever done for me and everything he's going to do for me was just a little too much for my brain to comprehend. Well, I've always heard also, like, you think you know what love is until you have a child and then your like idea of love completely changes like this do you have you felt that like having a child like yeah. when you think about god's love for us like him being the father and us as children like do you do you do you picture that differently now that you are a parent i don't think in the love aspect and i think i don't because i know I don't know. I think I enjoy how much God loves my daughter that I don't even try to compete with that or try to understand how to love her that way because I can't. Right. It's more of the perspective that I've learned that it's weird to picture a life without Violet. Mm -hmm. So then it makes me think, I'm so glad I have God in my life because I would never want him not in it. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I don't know. It's not really love, I guess, because it's, I just, I don't know. Like it didn't really change. It changed how I viewed loving Micah because I still want. So in my level of love, which I don't know if everyone will agree with this, it's Micah then Violet. That's mm-hmm. just, just as how I see it. I love Micah and then I love Violet. Like if we're putting it in a category of love earthly love obviously god's first like i love god i love micah and i love violet and that's because our relationship will be forever and we will live together forever violet will grow and she'll go to college or she'll move away 
you know, I have to take care of the love that's between me and Micah. Mm -hmm. And so I just have to remember that priority list, though, and know that it's God, then Micah, then Violet. Basically, like, your relationship, they're all connected. Like, I've seen before in the... Mm -hmm. Like the triangle, and you have God at the top, yeah. and then you have the two bottoms of the corner of the triangle, and maybe that's you and your husband, or yeah. you know, and it's kind of like one of those things like you and Micah together in one corner, the violet in the other corner, and then God at the top because yeah. this, you and Micah are one. So your relationship, mm-hmm. you know, and there are you know different versions of families and that kind of stuff out there, but your your relationship. And keeping that strong and keeping that love where it's supposed to be mm-hmm. in category with God also correlates with your relationship with Violet and how that yes. love works. Yeah. It's all tied together completely. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I guess it altered a little bit of how I view love. But yeah, I definitely didn't get that perspective that I'll understand. I mean, and it is different because you have this human being that you have to take care of. Mm-hmm. So it definitely switches your perspective of like, you show love in completely different ways. You know, like, because right now I'm showing love to her by wiping her butt. Right. You know, like. <laughs> Feeding her milk. Yeah. Yes. That, like, love comes in, which I knew love comes in different forms, but it's like, you know, she can't comprehend yet that when I say I love you, what that really means. And she's right. not saying I love you yet back to me, but. But when I she's 16. Yes. She's going to understand that. Yeah. Exactly. And I know that she loves me even though she can't say it. And I know that, and I hope that she knows I love her even though she does not understand the concept of love yet. Mm -hmm. And then also, like we said, you know, when she's 16, but then when she's 18 and she'll look at the yours and Micah's relationship and see Mm -hmm. what that love is supposed to look like. And then each of you individually, she knows your relationship with God, Micah's relationship and your relationship and see how that's supposed to look also in setting such a godly example of love. And just, I don't know, this is not what we meant to talk about tonight, (laughs) but it all (laughs) develops. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and maybe that's why my perspective was literally like, the way I see God's love is I either, there's either something personally he has done for me that's scripturally based And it's just his characteristics. Like when I think of his love, I think of his names like Jehovah Jireh or Jehovah Nisi. Like I think of his Yahweh or (laughs) uh, Lord in all caps, like Prince of Peace. Yeah. Yes. All those different names that he holds in the Bible is what I think of. And then it makes me think of just all his characteristics because that's who he is for us. Yeah. Well, I guess you'd say like the first Bible, and I'm pretty sure I'm not, I'm thinking, I'm thinking this is probably like in all churches, not just a church I grew up with. I'm sure I know mm-hmm. it was Stephen. Like, what's the first Bible verse that we all memorize? John 3, 16. Exactly. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. Mm-hmm. Whoever shall believe in really him knows. shall not perish, oh. but have everlasting life. Y'all. Sorry, some King James. Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. That, you know, that's the first, that's the first Bible verse we all learned. I remember being in, we had Awanas at our church for a very short time when I was a kid. When I say a short time, uh-huh. I mean like a summer, like it was very short. And that's when I memorized, that's the first ever Bible verse I memorized. And it's so simple. And it's one of those verses that goes back, you know, it's, it's written on so many t-shirts and cups uh-huh. and tote bags and bill, oh, bill yeah. or, you know, 
billboards, um, mm. billboards, you know, whatever it may be. But that is the so the core mm-hmm. that he loved the world so much that he gave his only son yep. to die for our sins so that we will live one day. Yeah. You know, and it just, and it's so simple and we memorize it. And I think we just kind of glaze over it sometimes. I agree. We're just like, yeah, you know, he loved the world so much, whatever, you know, see, just Jesus came, he died, yeah. Sins, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm being casual, but you know, like, yeah, no, just the idea of that. And the, it just blows your mind. So, I mean, you think about as a parent, sending your child to die for someone else's life. Mm-hmm. that's unimaginable I would think yep and so the fact that God did that and it just I don't know it just when you think about it in that perspective you're like oh wow like that was the first Bible verse we ever memorized and it's so quote-unquote simple mm-hmm. but it's so the meat and potatoes of it all yes no agreed yeah it makes me think of that word that I just saw again I get I don't know if it was the verse of the day or I was just looking at something I had already highlighted but but um I remember in the Sunday school I, for some reason I went to the adult Sunday school class with my mom one day and they were reading this verse and I'd never seen this long p word in my life and I'm probably going to say it wrong again so just say it one more time Danielle <laughs> propitiation yes propitiation and I was like excuse me um what is that big word and then looking in the commentary, I was like, it's the big word for John 316. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Basically yeah. the big word to sum up that he took our spot. <laughs> he was the main. Right. He was the lamb. Mm-hmm. Yes. He was the sacrifice that was made of all sacrifices of all time. Right. I mean, what love he showed us that we do not have to get up super early. We joke about this at our church. Or at least uh, me and Felicia um, have talked about it because we think it's just so crazy that if this would not have been, if this had not occurred, if Jesus Christ would not have died for our sins, we would be having to get up early, kill our doves, have our unblemished lambs, you know, Mm -hmm. kill the very certain thing for whatever sin we did. I mean, like realize life would be completely different. Old Testament. without Yes. Without this love that we were shown when we were sinners. Yeah. The grace and the mercy of it all. Mm -hmm. Mm. And again, for me, it just, it spins around to the question, which again, this is not what we were going to talk about, but this is all I can gather. It spins to me the question again, am I honoring God in everything that I do? Mm. Not am I worthy? Because like we can we can talk about that. We can feel unworthy, but that's when you have to pick yourself back up because unworthy can put you in a pit of doing nothing right? for Christ. So at some point, you just got to pick your little self up. Trust me, I'm speaking to the choir. Pick yourself up, know that you're a daughter of God, and then decide, am I honoring God with my life? Because ultimately, that that is the way we show love to, to God. Now, don't get me wrong. You can wor- obviously worship him. Show him how much you love with the freedom of your worship. Show him how you love, how you treat people. But to me, that falls under, how are you honoring God? How are you showing him? that you love him well then also like are you just worshiping on sundays and then when you walk out the door yeah you become somebody else because i mean i think we've all done that i think when we go to work on monday sometimes we're not who we were in church the day before yep um and that's like you said honoring him in our everyday life like in our job in 
our household and everything we do, you know? Yeah. And it's one of those things, like when you say this, people are like, oh, you're just being too straight. But like the music you listen to, the the TV you put into your brain, mm-hmm. like stuff like that, like, is it honoring the Lord or is it displeasing to him? And yeah, what you put in is what comes out. You know, I, yeah. oh, I sound like my parents. No, I'm just- <laughs> oh, well, and it, and it, and maybe this is one thing a kid changes your perspective. Like Violet is in a huge mimicking mode because it's her mm-hmm. age. I saw it. I saw it in Kaylee, my niece. Like she was really the first baby I ever saw grow up and develop. Right. I'd never witnessed that before. I never knew like when they hit certain stages or anything like that. And I know I missed a lot with Kaylee because, you know, I wasn't able to be around her every single day. But she was the first real kid. Like I got to see, you know, like I remember I coughed one time because I was actually coughing and she coughed and laughed and thought it was the funniest thing ever. Like (laughs) the mimicking stage was so funny to me with her. And now Violet is in that stage. Yeah. And so it makes me even more aware of like what I say, because like I think I was driving and I said, oh, crap. Now, she didn't mimic me, but I mean, she's like already like saying like, thank you. Or whenever I was singing just a funny song the other day and it was an appropriate song and just a piece of it, she attempted to sing it back. So like she, you know, I'm going to say something that maybe she doesn't need to say one day and she's going to mimic it back. Yeah. So it's the same thing of what are we mimicking for other people to see? Right. And we'll even get that, like with the language that you speak and mm-hmm. we've had a whole um, kind of sermon series the past several weeks on having sanctified speech and mm. what is our speech showing. And so yeah. whether that's talking about four little words that come out of your mouth sometimes or something else, like mm-hmm. especially with little kids, those are easy words to say. And yeah you know, what example are you setting for them? Like you said, and when mom and daddy say it, it's okay for us to say, because mom and daddy say it and yeah. we do like mom and daddy do. So yeah. yeah, that's true. That is definitely a perspective. I would think that when you're a parent really comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think just going back, like I just went to the descriptive characteristics of God and I don't think we're off script, but at the same time, I really just want to get to this other thing that I thought of. I was like, <clears throat> A lot of time when I when I'm speaking to like other youth or they're bringing something to me or or whatever like at the altar, I've caught myself several times in the past couple of Wednesdays having like not a theme but saying this to some of them that like sometimes we're in the way and we have to allow God to love us. Mm. Like we're not letting Him get to do all that He can to, for us because we're in the way. Yeah. And I know that's really harder to do and much easier to say, like, oh, yeah, God, I I allow you. I'm an open vessel. But then you have all these walls built up. Send me, but not here, here, and here. Yes. Send me over there. (laughs) Yeah. Or even sometimes for me or for, for some people, it's that they haven't figured out, like, this has been months and months ago, but I'm a super trusting person. But then when I was doing a quiet time and I was trying to break through this wall that I was going through, and this was probably actually last year, forgive me, this was probably, no, 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 this was like two years ago. Because about two years ago, my word of the year was trust because I realized Mm -hmm. I wasn't trusting God. And Danielle knows, like, bro, I can be gullible. Like, 
I will believe a lot of stuff and I will <laughs> trust in a lot of people when I probably shouldn't. Right. Or like that time I really wanted to pick that woman up on the side of the road and my mom wouldn't let me. Like I'm the person that's like, she'll be fine. She'll be okay. She just needs a ride. <laughs> you know, and then I'm the the dumb one that's not trusting God Almighty who all he does is want to love me and I'm not right. letting him in. And so sometimes we just don't, we, sometimes we just got to dig a little deeper and figure out what is the root of why I can't, I, or I will not let God love me to the full potential that he can. Yeah. I'm in the way. We have so many limits as humans and limits we put on ourselves. Um, As in, well, I can't speak Lord because, you know, I, I can't Mm. do, I can't talk in front of people. Well, if you look back in scriptures, Moses had a speech impediment. Yeah. We don't know if that was like a stutter or like a stammer or what it was exactly. But yeah. He had some type of speech impediment, but yet he led the children of Israel out of Egypt. So, you know, it's kind of, it's one of those things like, but he kept saying, Lord, I can't, I can't, I can't speak. I can't speak. Well, yeah. God made a way. That's where Aaron came in. Aaron spoke for him. You know, there's so many things oh, like yeah. that in the Bible where God makes a way and yeah. We all the time, though, well, Lord, I can't, like, when you and Micah moved, um, when he was called to do full-time ministry, Mm -hmm. you had to trust that the Lord was going to lead you to a place to move, you know, and that kind of thing. And so, but there's so many times we're like, yeah, Lord, I give it all to you. And we've talked about this before. I lay Mm -hmm. it all at the cross. I lay at your feet, Lord. Oh, but let me just get this tiny little thing and pick it up myself. Yes. Because I can handle this much. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, I know how what needs to be done, so. Yes. Yeah. The bridge, what you literally said, is the bridge that I love in Defender. Where he's like, you know the pieces, Lord. Like, and we try to pick them up all the time. Mm-hmm. But that bridge is so beautiful to me because it's pinpointing you've got Lay it all down. Give him all the pieces. He knows what the pieces are. So let him take them. Let him carry them. Once again, going back to the pivotal verse that you pointed out, that was the whole point of him dying on the cross was to take all those pieces so that we can live a full, bold, freedom and loved by him life and be a servant for him and to obey him. Like that's the whole point. That's so true. But yeah, sometimes we just do not, we don't allow him to love us unconditionally. <laughs> like we do. No. Well, that's like sometimes we, you know, so many times, like you said, we get ourselves in the way and sometimes people can't even, some people can't even have a relationship with the Lord because they keep thinking, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good mm-hmm. enough. When I become a better person, then I'll get that figured out. Yeah. And I think some people say that until the day they die. Yeah. And I fear that too. Then it's too late, you know, and yeah. it's, it doesn't matter what you've done in your life. It doesn't matter what your sin is. Mm-hmm. Nothing is, nothing's bigger than God yeah. at all. And I mean, I can think about, I've taken care of so many patients and Mm -hmm. I can think about patients who have done, you know, I've taken care of murderers before, you know, and it's, but yet 
I know, and when I had them, I would pray for them. And I know that, you know, if they would turn their lives to Christ, that he would save them, you know, their sin is the same as my sin. You know, we compare it differently here on earth, but all sins the same when you look down from the top and it doesn't matter where you are. doesn't matter what you've done. doesn't matter mm-hmm. anything because his love and his mercy and his grace is so much bigger than anything you can imagine. And so yeah, <laughs> if you are one of those people who makes an excuse of, well, no, I mean, let me, I, I'll figure it out one day or I'm not good enough. I got to get this. I've got to quit drinking mm-hmm. before I before I, you know, try to start going back to church or have a relationship with Christ. Let me, let me get my drinking under control first. Then I'll figure it out. Yeah. Let me get clean before I go to the altar. Let me get clean before. Yeah. Before I go to the altar, let me, you know, whatever it may be. Today's the day of salvation. Today's the day that you ask Christ into your heart Mm -hmm. and ask for forgiveness. That's today. It's not tomorrow. It's not when I get clean. It's not when I figure this out. It's not when my marriage is, in a healthier place. It's not mm-hmm. when my kids are grown. It's today. Yeah. No, agreed. Agreed completely. It goes along well with it's basically a different version of John 316. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we all know it. it's Romans 5 8, but God proves his own love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Mm-hmm. And then um this is kind of one of those characteristics um that to me shows god's love it's a very well-known verse but it's a goodie isaiah 41 10 do not fear for i'm with you do not be afraid for i i am your god i will strengthen you i will help you i will hold on to you with my righteous right hand Mm. you know to me that's just affirming a that he's with you b don't be afraid c i will strengthen you when you are weak and that he's there to hold you every step of the way. And right. notice there's not like right after I said, I will hold on to you with my righteous right hand. It didn't say, you know, when you've got your when you've got your life together. Right. Like there's when there's no tact. Figured out. Yeah. Yeah. There's no I will I will hold on to you whenever you give up that addiction. Now, granted, will you have to give up the addiction for him to fully hold you? Yes, but that's you. That's you not letting him love you out of the addiction. Mm -hmm. But there's still a component that we have to do as humans so that he can do his work. Right. Not that he doesn't love you during the midst of your addiction, but for him to fully hold you and give you strength, you've got to let him do that work through you. Yeah. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. And no, it does completely, completely. And that kind of goes into the verses I have, which is first John chapter four. Basically, that that whole chapter is great, but for starting in verse seven all the way to the end in verse 21, I'm not going to read them all to y'all, but mm-hmm. you know, this is talking about if we don't if we can't love others, then we've got a big problem, you know. Yeah. So, um, first John four, seven, beloved, let us love one another for love is of God and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God for God is love. Mm-hmm. And that is so, you know, if you have anger in your heart, 
towards someone. Yeah. It's so Help easy me, to do. Yeah, Help it's it, it's so easy because I think we all have things, situations, or people flash to our head when we say that. Yeah. Or maybe it's bitterness or maybe it's, mm. or, you know, whatever it may be or, or some type of grudge that we're holding. And, you know, sometimes you don't even know what the argument was over or whatever it was. We've got to let go of that. Yeah. And we've got to love them like Jesus would. Because if we can't love our neighbor, then then we can't love God. You know, we've got yeah. to love everyone. And it's easier said than done, of course. I'm speaking to yeah. myself also. Um, She's speaking to me, y'all. <laughs> but all through that chapter, it keeps going. And even down in um, verse 11, beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us, and his love is perfected in us. Yeah. Hereby know we that dwell in him and he in us, because he hath given us his spirit. He has yeah. given us his spirit. He has given yeah. us the strength to do this. And like Crystal said, we put limits on ourselves. Like, well, you don't know what happened between us. You don't know our history or you don't know how they make me feel. It's mm-hmm. not about how you feel. It's not. Yep. yep. I-, I wish it was because <laughs> <laughs> I really do, but it's not, it's not. Yeah. You've got to wash all that away. Yeah. Wash those no, frustrations away, those annoyances or whatever it may be. And you just mm-hmm. got to love them. Yeah. It doesn't mean you got to like them all the time. It doesn't. Ooh. Because sometimes you just, sometimes there's just people that you don't g-haul with. And that's just how it goes. But you got to love them. And you got to forgive them. Whatever is in your heart that you have against somebody. You just got to, you got to love them. And you got to love them like Jesus would. And when you do that, your heart will be clear. and, And don't, don't let that bitterness and that anger just dig in you and dig in you. Because that'll hide more things in your heart and in your soul and, and make a whole catastrophe of so many other things on top of that, you know? No, I agree. And I think from, I guess, like a personal experience, I think too, like what you're saying is, at least for me, it's like that ounce of letting the annoyance and bitterness get to you is Mm -hmm. going to eventually for me could, if I don't stop it now, in its tracks turn into not loving the person. Right. So like right now I'm all, you know, you're on the cusp or if anybody is like on the cusp to go ahead and recognize that that what she's saying to the annoyance and the bitterness or the anger can turn into an unloving spirit towards people or towards a person. Mm-hmm. So, you know, to nip it in the bud sooner than later won't get into that catalyst of, you know, bad things that can happen or miss opportunities because you're been out of shape towards somebody or, or family or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you that go down good. to, to verse 20, it says exactly what you just said. It says, if a man say, I love God and he hateth his brother, he is a liar for he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen. How can he love God whom he hath not seen? I mean, that hits the nail right there on the head. You know, it's just, Mm -hmm. 
I mean, it's right there, plain and simple. Yeah. No, you were right. I think this just shows too so far how, I mean, not to like overwhelm anybody about the word love, but love is dynamic. It's not, it's not not simple, but there are dynamics to it that I think some people miss because we're either too consumed with ourselves mm-hmm. or like you just said, we can't let something go or like I've said, and you can't allow it to come in onto yourself in the fullness that it can be. Mm-hmm. Like, I think there are, if we were to dig deep into ourselves personally, we would be able to find out the dynamics of love that we're not fully able to experience because of ourselves. Right. Oh, that was, did someone write that down? Write someone write that down. Put it on hey, a t-shirt. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's ourselves and it's our sins. Like our sins yeah. get in the way of our love. And it's just, it's, like you said, it's it's very it's, sometimes it's not just black and white. It, it's it's yeah. It's messy. It's I mean, you think about when you enter into like a new relationship. There's all this like crazy messiness with like feelings and all these things mm, and whatever. Navigating. And it's complex. Yeah. That's I mean that's love. That's how it works. You know. Yeah. And yeah, I think the the last verse I'll share and I'll, and I'll be done. But this is what it all goes back to, which is First John four nineteen. We love mm-hmm. him because he first loved us. Oh yeah. And that I mean that's that's the whole thing of it right there. Yeah, yeah. I think I just had two more verses and one Psalm one hundred three eight. Um, the Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger and rich in faithful love. To me, that was just more characteristics of what mm-hmm. he shows us that we've really already talked about. And then another one is Second Thessalonians 3.16. May the Lord of peace himself give you peace always in every way. The Lord will, sorry, the Lord be with all of you. Which this was a greeting um, from Paul, but it's still something that God, that the Lord can give us. Yeah. And that Paul knew that he could give to the people he was writing to. That piece um, is so sweet. Yes. And that's why I wanted to add that one. Like, if I'm going to talk about the characteristics of God, that how I know that he is rushing his love over me, it is peace. Yeah. So some of his other ones, but it's for sure peace and his strength and and just anything and everything. But I definitely think that this has created a perspective in me that, like, to really mean when I'm saying I'm an open vessel or if I say, Lord, what what do you want me to do today? You know, fully releasing myself. Mm-hmm. Yes. And not, which I know I mean it, but at the same time, because like it goes back to like there are certain worship songs that we sing, right? Mm-hmm. We love them. Like we love them to death. But at the same time. Would we actually do what the song is saying? Yeah. So two songs come to my mind. So you have the classic Oceans, Mm -hmm. right? Okay, that's literally prompting you. Are you going to go anywhere that God tells you? Yeah. Anywhere? I mean, I'm asking myself this too. I know I may have like a really weird tone right now, but it's just because I'm being real. And then you have, um, there's probably so many other ones, but the only one that's coming to my mind right now. I mean, Defender is one. Defender by Stephanie Gretzinger. You know, like that bridge, are you going to give all your pieces away? Mm-hmm. Are you actually going to be able to set them down, walk away, and leave them at the altar for God to take? And then I think of Refiner. 
because that's literally, you know, talk, emphasizing, I mean, it's talking about the wineskins portions of it, but it makes me think of the potter and the clay because it's all about, hey, are you going to let God fully mold you and burn the things off of you that needs to be burned off of you? Yeah. It's all about, are you going to allow him to let you, or excuse me, are you going to allow him to love you unconditionally and all that that brings with it? I mean, I think I mentioned it before on here before, but throwing it back to one of my favorite hymns, but um, I surrender all, all to Mm -hmm. Jesus, my blessed savior, I surrender all. And that's exactly what, you know, you just said, like, putting it down on the cross for him and not picking it back up ourselves. Cause mm-hmm. we try to micromanage Christ, which Ooh, is impossible, but we do on a shirt. We put him in a box and he don't yeah. fit in a box, you know, no, Mm-mm. he could tear the box up. <laughs> he owns that box. No. That's right. He made that box. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could, you could spend, talking about love and like I said it's just a very dynamic I mean because we do it in our relationships too like I I mean I've never had this problem and I don't think Danielle has but I I know people because I've had conversations with them that you know struggle with commitment and letting Mm -hmm. other letting earthly people love them you know that's never been something that I've struggled with when it's come to intimate relationships or friendships I don't think but it is a thing that people do um combat with is allowing themselves to be loved or allowing themselves to love others to the point of like having a real intimate relationship like a boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever they struggle with that like it scares them i think it's the vulnerability which i think in my in in danielle's life vulnerability is back to pride Mm. and i think it's the same thing we do we have too much pride yeah. And for to let the Lord use us or to let him tell yeah. us what we're doing wrong and point out our sins and where we're wrong or where we have anger with our brother or something like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's really what it is. Like my and and here's the thing, me and Daniel have talked about it so many times. Like the the people you have bitterness with, they they don't know. They don't know. Mm-mm. They They're don't sleeping know. just fine at night. So don't let it consume you that's one of those pieces one of those pieces to let down and let god love you through this and help you and guide you to get over it because that's Mm -hmm. what he's there for yeah you've got to rely on him because we can't do it by ourselves yes yeah for sure there's actually a i'm sitting you know i record my laundry room um there is a picture on the wall that my sister-in-law gave me for I don't mm-hmm. remember when she gave it to me but I think all the pictures are when we were still dating yeah. um, it may have been a wedding present anyway it's several it's like a collage of pictures of me and Steven and in the middle of it though it says love is sweet and mm. I think we think about Valentine's Day and candy and chocolate and that kind of stuff and but I mean God's love it is so sweet oh yes it is so good and it's so pure and I don't know. I think this turned out to be a really good topic. We really weren't sure where we were going to go with this, but I really think, I think I needed this tonight. I really do. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. And I think it's always fun to twist 
because uh, let's be honest to twist a selfish holiday <laughs> and actually right. I feel, put it well, on. like a silly holiday it's not a religious yeah. holiday i don't think it's religious no, i don't think so i don't think so don't ask me though <laughs> but it's not easter it's not christmas it's you know yeah. it's down it's silly it's cupid it's it's yeah. heart-shaped chocolate candy and mm-hmm. celebrate and if you want it's not gonna hurt anybody's feelings no one do whatever you want but right. i think the point of probably the point of this conversation is you know you've you've got that earthly love whether you're whether you're single or married you either you have the love of a family you have a love of friends you have love of a of a spouse or a sibling or whatever like you have love in your life on earth but allow your heavenly father to love you even greater Mm-hmm. let him be there for you in whatever you're needing and know that he'll be there every step of the way even when you mess up that you don't have to come to him clean you come to him to get clean that that's that's the whole purpose you come to him so that he can help you cleanse you give you peace give you strength show you that grace that we do not deserve yeah we're each of us are born with a jesus-shaped hole in our heart Mm. And we try to fill it with so many other things, but he is ready to fill that, to fill that void and to overflow your heart with love. Um, Perfect. And I think you'll be amazed if we, if we could surrender that to him and just accept his love and love others like he loves us. It would be a whole different world out there. Oh, yeah. So I think I have a, I have an Instagram, I have a comment challenge. It just popped in my head. Oh, yeah. So. If you'll comment on Facebook or Instagram, so it's Ask the Jewels is Instagram and then Jules Podcast is Facebook, but comment what verse you think just shows you how much God loves you. Yes. Whether it's like, even if it's one we said, or it's just one that's so personal to your heart that just makes mm-hmm. you feel so loved by God post that let us see it you know blow it up on valentine's day while you know while you're showing love to your other people around you let's show some love to god and get some other scriptures out there that could hopefully change someone else's feelings of how they're loved by god yeah no i love that that's perfect i love it so much yeah well yeah well danielle whatever you do or don't do tomorrow have a beautiful valentine's day (laughs) same to you i hope you get some really good food i hope i do too yeah i don't know what we're gonna do we looked at i'm looking at a mediterranean restaurant that was looked really cheap by the way because you know i'll be looking at the price ranges so (laughs) we may be going there but we'll just find out we do have a gift card for outback so you know we may just go the gift card route Hey, there you go. Also, right? you can always do Outback to go. Oh, you get the house in your PJs. That would, that would Just be nice. Put the kid, <laughs> put the kid to bed early. You know? Right. No, yeah. <laughs> you do you, boo. Right, you do you. But yes, everyone have a beautiful night tonight, and have a beautiful rest of your week. Yes, and next week we will actually have a guest on the podcast, our third guest of the season. So. Woo-hoo! We'll see you next week and we'll talk more about that. Sounds great. See y'all then. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.